0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Plebeians Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Delfino, and joining me, as always, our very own commissioner and last year's champion, Ryan Fitch. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here. Nick, I'm a little cold today, are you? I do feel like there's a bit of a chill in the air. I uh, Do you know where I can get a jacket? I know some people have already given them out, but... Uh, I think I people know. are handing out jackets left and right, Nick. It's officially fleecing season! <laughs> and before we get to that... I'd like to introduce somebody who knows a thing or two about fleecing this season himself, Chris Davey. Chris, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. What an episode to jump in on. I know, this is a pretty great episode, but before we dive into why that is the case, well, it's for many reasons, but before we dive into the, one, of the, one of the big reasons it's the case, uh, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about your team, your drafting strategy, how you feel about the season so far?
1: I'll be honest. I'm not thrilled with my team or my drafting strategy right now. I feel like things could have broke better, and got to make some moves and fix the team.
0: So Um, you you feel that way even after the trade you made, where you got a bunch of I'd say pretty star players for pretty much very little. I feel like you didn't have to trade much away.
1: Yeah, I mean. Before I made the trade, my arms were barren. I was just wearing like a light vest, and now I got Mm -hmm. a nice fleece jacket to wear, and I'm feeling comfortable, but it's getting colder out, and I'm looking for a parka, a hat, some gloves.
0: Maybe maybe some nice
1: fleece jeans. Have you ever had fleece-lined jeans? They're incredible.
0: I haven't, but I've I've heard good things. But I think you, in this situation, handed the jacket to Richard, I thought. Maybe do we do this every year? I feel like I, I yeah I don't know. I don't know who like who's getting the coat in this situation. Did yeah, you like, like rip I off? I thought the I was taking the, the wool coat off and of and give it Richard it to Richard? And make a coat. Are you pulling the wool over his eyes? Are you, t- are you <laughs> I taking? I think like we talked about there? this last year too because I think we were oh, also like, sure. wait a minute, who gets the coat? Uh,
1: Someone in the chat chime in with the. Uh, I,
0: think Richard, or, I think Richard. I think Richard gets the coat, and That's you get the thought. players. Yeah, like you've traded. Like you didn't give Richard much, but you gave him a nice jacket. You know.
1: See, I've always thought of it as I sheared Richard and made myself a nice jacket. <laughs> I, I, and
0: I can see just that He's just left
1: like shivering well. and in the cold as a yeah. poor sheep on a hill.
0: To be fair, that you know that that could be accurate. That could work. Anyway, either way, it's fleecing season. Yeah, chime in, with in the chat if uh, you disagree or what, or what your take is on fleecing. But uh, so, Chris, you know you got Russell Wilson, you got uh, who else did you get? You got Justin Jefferson. And then one more player. I got Miles Gaskin, who I had had on
1: my team last year, and I'm still happy that I got him. But I don't know if he's going to be as good a bye week fill-in as I might have imagined. I
0: still think yeah, pretty solid kind of the team. Yeah, yeah. I still think for a flex, you know, if you need someone to fill a spot, pretty reasonable. Uh, I don't know. I think your team obviously is one of the strongest in the league right now. You're three o. You you've had. Uh, the highest points week two and you're number two this week with highest points. I'm sure we're gonna get to that later. But so far from my perspective, I think your team looks pretty solid. Uh I don't know where else you could trade to really trade up here. I think I made a mistake early
1: in the season. I had Chuba Hubbard on my bench at the end of uh the draft and I dropped him chasing some uh kind of fringe committee members in backfield thinking uh, CMC is not going to get hurt again like mm. what are the chances and mm. should have held I didn't have the patience
2: Hey gotta be diamond hands Chris, uh, you hold Chris. Huber, I got paper, yeah. <laughs> paper hands Paper hands Drew Ever found his way to my team this morning it was
0: great I know crazy I can't Speaking believe Ryan Speaking of fleeting in the waiver wire
2: You know you hold on to that, that number one pick strong I didn't make a move on the waiver wire week one or two and Paid off big after week three
0: Brutal, very brutal. Basically, I was second too. I was three hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But I guess also, if I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey. Uh, big news in the league just happened ten minutes ago. I'd say uh, Richard traded uh, Little Joe uh, Saquon Barkley for Christian McCaffrey. How do we all feel about this trade?
2: Um, like Richard definitely like wins like wins the trade depending on how long McCaffrey's out. But Joe's 0-3, and and he knows he needs to make a move, so he can't just take a zero at running back this week, unfortunately.
0: Chris, how do you feel?
1: I feel like as big of a name as both these guys are, it's a bit of an underwhelming trade. Saquon hasn't been performing that well this year, so not a huge loss to Richard. But I also worry about hamstring injuries. Those get re-aggravated. I don't know. I know Richard's probably going in with the... I'm going to set my team up for a playoff run mindset, but there's no guarantees that McCaffrey's available for the playoffs.
0: That's a good or call they, out too, because yeah. I wanted to add to that that last year I made an injured McCaffrey trade, or I received injured McCaffrey, and I thought this will be great. He'll heal up in three weeks, and I'll have an RB1. He played one game, did great, got injured that game, out for the rest of the season.
1: But that was a freak injury. It wasn't a re-aggravation.
0: So I'm I think just that's a little that, different. Like, no, I know. I know. I'm just simply saying, like, you know, you get injured, you think, oh, this is a good value, value trade right now. But then, if he stays injured or reaggravates it, as he said, that's a that's a big loss, honestly. And the thing is, with
2: Richard, his team might not be strong enough to with, withstand these injuries. He has no depth. Because, you know, as the CMC owner, I was looking at his roster like, hmm, what can I possibly trade Chuba Hubbard to? And man, I don't want anything back from his team. Well, that wouldn't be, yeah, that wouldn't be like a massive piece of his team already, which I don't think Richard would trade. Right.
0: So, yeah, I like think he, really he just, Aaron Jones would be probably the, I think Aaron Jones is the best player on his team. Yeah, yeah. That question. Yeah.
2: But like, I'd be looking for like probably a wide receiver that I could play almost every week. And he doesn't really have that on his team unless I'd be spending a ton of money or like a ton of my team to get one of his good, like CD Lamb. Which
1: I, I, like I can Lamb for
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that trade exists, but you know, if Richard, if that trade is out there, let me know. Ryan's drawing so the like line s- right now. So you know, like I said, just—it's not very deep. There's not a lot of like tasty treats on that team that I could go and enjoy. <laughs> You're telling me you don't
1: want Darnell Mooney? He's uh, very valuable. <laughs> I, in I, I do not whatever. want Darnell
2: Mooney. I do not want. Darnell Mooney.
0: Do the Darnell Mooney Justin Fields combo? Oh okay. yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly, yeah, that que- that turned out quite well for Richard last week. Big points, big points all around. Uh, right.
1: I heard Tyler Higby's been training all year.
2: He has, he has, but so has TJ Hawkins that I've heard. So
0: It's true. It's why, why, true. why would I want Higby? Uh, well, I think that about covers the big news, I think, for the day. Uh, I mean, I feel like with that, should we jump into the game? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Excellent. As everyone knows, we've changed the game this year to Fantasy Feud. I just coined that today. That's pretty uh, good. Thanks. I thought I actually thought a lot about it, and I feel I feel really good about the name. So, yeah, Fantasy Feud. How does it work? Well, we asked every player in the league to answer roughly forty-six questions, and then uh, every week, when someone comes on the show, they have to pick the top-voted answer from these questions. Uh, Chris, do you, do you have any questions before we begin? No. Do not? Okay. Excellent. All right, Chris. Your first. Oh, well, I guess also the thing to mention: you're competing against Ryan. Ryan is undefeated so far, but he did tie last week with Melissa. Uh, so on the season. You know, you're both undefeated in fantasy and also in this. That's tie break. All right. I'd argue a tie is a loss. Like if you ain't first, you're last. That's not how I see it. <laughs> a loss is a loss. Uh, all right. First question: Is cereal soup? The choices were yes or no and i think the way we're going to do this uh, after last week is you both just lock in your answer and yeah. then you'll talk about your rationale, your, your your reasoning for heard it. the pod
2: he, he knows what we're doing here i know, I know. know just, I, just, I, just, I know i'm just
0: i know just iterating it you know it's good it's good practice for me all right chris you you're, as the guest you get to pick first
1: so I would go with no, cereal is not a soup.
0: All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to, but that oh, said,
2: oh. Oh.
1: I think that the league voted yes. So I'm going to lock in. Yes. All
2: right. All right Chris, so- clearly not a man of the people I'm locking in. <laughs> no. I think people very distinctly separate cereal and soup and I expect the league to be reasonable and
0: agree with that. Uh, all right. Well, the answer was no. Uh, yeah. Chris took the took the loss there when he had the W. Uh, that's yeah. a shame.
2: What's the vote breakdown? I don't even think it's particularly close.
0: It actually was a little closer than you than you might think. Uh, I think there were five votes for yes and then uh, nine votes for no.
2: Okay. Well, let's see. The, the The reason it's not yes is cereal is the grain itself, right? Like, that's how I see cereal. Cereal is the box, like the ch- Cheerios. Like,
0: the, the O is that, is the cereal. Well, but I, but but I think, wait a minute, I think the question though is saying, when you put cereal and milk together, is it a soup? Like, that, to me, like, if that's not what this question is saying to everybody, then I think this was, like, like a gotcha question.
1: But, Nick, I think if we look around the league, there's probably at least, like, two or three members of the league who eat their cereal dry, and I forgot to account for that.
2: I mean, exactly. I'll I, be honest. You can't eat I, soup dry.
1: I'll be honest, I said yes to this question. Wow. Yes is the it, technically correct answer. You no, know it is. A I, cereal I, I, yeah. is, a soup is made by combining ingredients of meat or vegetables, and there is a vegetable component of many cereals with grains. They're often mixed, so if you <laughs> yeah. have any sort of fortified cereal, my Lucky Charms, all water.
2: charms, is is not a. Uh, it's still a I cereal, like, but I don't think that has any vegetables in it, Chris. I feel
0: like you're going to like a really nice restaurant or something. and They like warmed up like some specialty milk and then I like would be make insulted, some like Granola or something, and then like put it in, and I was like, oh, this is like warm. This is soup. And you'd be like, oh, brilliant. But you know, is yogurt is yogurt with granola soup? No. Okay, that's the same thing. No, that's pretty different. That's like mixing two solids. It's like a semi-solid is a solid. Yogurt's not a solid. It's, not, it's a semi-solid. Uh, anyway, wait, we'll, we'll, we'll save that question for next time. We don't need to answer it right away. Let's move on to question number two. All right. Uh, this question is uh, very, very food-themed unintentionally, but favorite breakfast food? The options were Pop-Tart, hard-boiled egg, bacon. Ryan gets to choose first on this one. All right, it's definitely not hard-boiled egg, right? So I'm gonna go with bacon. All right, Chris.
1: It's obviously bacon. It's not a Pop-Tart. Pop-Tarts suck. Hard-boiled eggs suck. Bacon's the right answer.
0: Wait a minute. Uh, Okay, well, you're both right, it was bacon. Bacon has uh, 71% of the vote. That works out to roughly 10. Um, That works out to exactly 10, actually. Pop-Tart had three votes, and then hard-boiled egg had one vote. (laughs) I I'm going to guess Peter picked hard-boiled egg. No. I thinking the same thing. No, Peter Not because I think he, hard-boiled hard-boiled he likes hard-boiled eggs, but just for the, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia joke about hard-boiled eggs. Uh, no, I think Peter's a pop-tart guy. Yes, I, I love a good pop-tart.
2: Who do you think awesome picked a hard-boiled pick egg? How about Austin's a big bacon guy? I don't know who picked a hard-boiled egg. It could have been... My mom would have picked bacon. Uh, maybe... What's Eric? What's Eric looking like? Yeah, bacon. I, I think so too. You know, you're trying to pick a. I don't
0: know.
2: Order. Sid is the wild. Wa- oh, Sid's bacon lover. No, yeah,
0: Sid, right. Sid's, Sid's bacon, bacon lover. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah I know. I was I, thinking I, Sid too, but Sid, her, her handle is uh bacon lover. So no yeah, way.
2: I can see Sid just like peeling shell off a hard boiled egg and just eating those things whole.
0: Well, I'll be curious to know. You know, if you want to admit to picking hard boiled egg. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. All right. Moving on to question number three. Chris, I think this one you're going to be really happy with. This is definitely in your domain. Um, uh, and so... Wait, before we do this question, Yeah,
1: I think that Ryan should pick first because uh, no, he Chris, just copy you, my answer here. You threw away
2: in your or... advantage in episode on by, uh, episode one or question one. So uh, we're going to continue with the format. If I, I'm not going to just copy your answer if it's bad. I'm going to pick what the people picked, as I'm one to do.
0: Yeah, because I think Ryan, worst case, you tie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, that, okay. and that keeps me undefeated. It's true. It's true. Uh, Alright, here's the final question. Uh, what is the best light beer the options were? course, cool. Bud Light, Miller Light. Chris, as somebody who has, you know, I know you, I know you love all three of these, Uh, but which do you think the league loved? I think they're the people in the
2: league. This is tough because not a lot of light beer drinkers in this league, I think.
1: What do you mean? And there's a decent amount of light beer drinkers. Yeah. Me.
2: You. Yeah, sure, but I think, like, most people in this league aren't, like, big fans of Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, you you know? You don't have to be a big
0: fan, though, to be like...
2: Versus, like, trad- traditional America, you know? Sure.
1: Like, I don't think there's strong allegiances to macro beers that taste the same in this group.
2: They don't taste the same. I mean, I, I, would, I don't know if I'd assume that. They taste
1: the same, but... Well, <laughs> t- I taste think taste awesome, the answer here is cores, But I also think they all taste the same.
2: Really? You think the answer is cores? Well... I what not mean Peter picked, most likely, and we probably both picked Miller, so I'm probably gonna go with that. But Bud Light is America's favorite. Like, it's pretty much America's go-to beer. So if, if this was a traditional, just random sample of people, I'd pick Bud, but I'm
0: just gonna pick Miller because it's the best. Wow. Uh, okay, so just to clarify, Chris picked Coors, Ron, you picked yeah. Miller? Yes. All right, Chris was right. Coors, 50% of the vote. 50. You know, yeah, I think I that's think, just a meme at this point. I'm surprised you and Peter didn't pick cores. Are you sure Peter didn't pick cores? Yeah, because me me and Peter and Miller guys. You know But when the mountains the are cup. blue run.
1: Didn't you used to be cores guys?
0: Yeah. Oh, of course.
2: We used be, exactly. That means we've we've done all taste the taste the testing. <laughs> they do not done the <laughs> We've done the taste <laughs> testing. We've, done, we've, the we've done the taste testing. We've done the research. Not a, I I'm do not think. I've got a lot of
0: samples. Have. Yeah. So the thing uh, is,
1: uh, light beer sucks, fever. but cores at least make sure that you drink it cold so you taste it less.
0: Yeah, that's just thoughtful. That's just nice. Well, Ryan did not lose this week, but uh, Chris, you didn't right. either, so that's pretty good. You know, you can feel good about that. You're both undefeated uh, in the game so far. No, uh, I, I always say, Nick, no one knows the people more than I do.
2: Just uh, equally.
0: You, you do say that pretty often. I don't know if I agree with it, but you do say it. I can't argue No there. one knows the people more than I do. <laughs> All right, brilliant. Well, that concludes our uh, this week of Fantasy Feud, and I hope you come back next week for more. Chris, thanks so much for playing. But we're not done yet. Uh, Ryan's going to bring us into the rankings.
2: Oh, yes, the illustrious rankings, week three. You know, now we're starting to, we're starting to learn some stuff about some teams. You know, I got to take some L's on some teams I was high on. Maybe I got to take some L's on teams I was too low on, so... Here we go, starting off number 14, Sydney, down four spots. She is the lowest-scoring team in the league. I don't even think she's had one good, like, good week at all. Um, and it's really falling apart. Um, the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adam train, her combo is not doing enough to carry
0: her through. That's tough. Uh, Sid, as I said, you know, if you want to trade for Justin Herbert, big week this week. You know, think about it.
2: Uh, I think she'd probably need the variance of the, to that, but to be fair to her, Josh Jacobson was has been hurt. Um, so I was wrong. I think I was wrong on Sid. I'll admit that. But going on to number thirteen in the same spot, I was right on this team. I think, and that's Kevin. Um, Kevin lost to Nicole this week. Um, Kevin's just running here. The fact that he he had a he played Fournette and Trey Sermon together. Like, in what world would any team do that? Like, why are you playing Leonard Fournette? I don't get it.
0: Uh what, what I have to ask, what's the issue there with that? He's a bad player. That's the issue. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure I didn't know if there's like a tactical reason that was bad, but you just think Fournette's a bad player, no value to to play him at all at running back.
2: Yeah, that's a bi week fill in at best and a bad one.
0: Alright. Pretty pretty hot take. Uh, Chris, do you agree, disagree? It's a very room temperature take. Huh? Alright.
2: Room temperature for Chris. Alright. Down three spots to number twelve, that's Joe. Obviously. We just talked about Joe in the trade. Lost Christian McCaffrey. He put up the lowest score of the week. Obviously he lost Christian McCaffrey mid game. He lost Darius Slayton mid game. Um no fault Joe's on this one. Team. Yeah, but he now his team has accumulated a lot of injuries. So yeah. it's it's gonna be tough for Joe, Well, you know, we'll see if the trade turns the turns the tide a bit for him.
0: We're rooting for you, Joe. At least I am.
2: All right, down three spots to number eleven is Austin. Um, Austin's the team I liked go- coming in the season. It just hasn't really come together. Obviously, he had injuries this week as well. Like he needs Dalvin Cook to play, or his team's not not doing much. And, and obviously, Allen Robinson's been a huge disappointment. So we'll see if Austin can hold firm and start piling up some wins. But it's not looking good. Score being one and two and scoring not very many points so far in the league.
1: I don't see anyone on his bench who's gonna carry him through bye weeks, it's gonna be
0: rough. But he's got the double tight end, so surely that's a double must for something. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't have
1: a wide receiver or running back to fill in.
0: Tight ends kind of like both of those, though, to be fair. So if you have two of those, pretty nice. All right, Ryan, all right, number 12 or number 11, number 10. Wow, up, we'll quick up
2: four spots, yeah, four spots, number 10. Climbing her way out of the cellar is Nicole, a big performance from Nicole this week. She actually is like middle of the pack in points, actually upper half. So Nicole's team might be pretty good. Obviously the big glaring weakness was her quarterback position um, again, but the rest of her team had a really good week except her kicker. But if um, more good performances like though. that, <laughs> yeah, more performances like that, she could continue to climb up the rankings. Um, number nine down three spots is Almog. Um Almog lost this week. He must have. Yeah, yep, yeah. also kind of a, a bad performance. And he just got let down by all a lot of his mid-tier players. Um so Dana Harris, Robert Woods, Devonta Smith. a lot of these players have actually been kind of disappointing. So it's he needs some of these players to kind of come back to their what their preseason value was. Or he's gonna have to make some moves.
0: Probably should have played Claypool this week though, because Deontay Johnson was out. I know he's, he's you know he's traveling and stuff, but yeah. You
2: know. Yeah, yeah. That that would have been a tough choice. Whether you to play Damien Hare as Clyde Edwards Chase Claypool. I probably would have agreed and played Robert Woods and Devonta Smith. And, you know, it is what it is. It wouldn't have changed the outcome of his game.
0: No, no, that's true. That's true. Um.
2: All right, time to eat some more crow here. Up four spots, number eight, is my mom's team? Um, I, I think you guys remember I told my, I have called my mom's team terrible on the pod. Multiple times, in fact. Yeah, and to be fair, I still don't think it's that great, but it's like three or four players deep. And that's gonna be, that might be good enough. You know, it's got Lamar, Zeke's been better. Mike Williams is the number two receiver. fantasy. Yeah, so that's a steal at NC coming. And then um, AJ Brown's hurt, so we'll see what happens. And if OBJ is anything, all of our Thunder teams looking pretty good.
0: Yeah,
1: he's got that empty bench spot of Ben Roethlisberger too that she can use to pick someone up on the wire.
2: Yep, yep. I would drop that. That is, he's not worth it. Drop that faster than Johnny I think Smith. That's a pretty drops a safely
0: secure bench spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he eats so many pizzas. He's he's strong. Yeah, I think he has eaten too many pizzas now in his career. Do you know they actually changed out his shoulder pass to just two cheese pizzas, like crust side out? Is that crazy? <laughs>
2: That is crazy. <laughs> he always has a snack on the field,
0: <laughs> just in case he needs a bite. Always on the field. Uh, all, all right,
2: right. down two spots. at number seven is you, Nick. Um, Nick, just take a second to talk about the heartbreak of losing by less than four points combined the last two weeks.
0: Uh, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm in a I'm a glass cage of emotion, if you will. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. It is just absolutely heartbreaking. I mean. It's it's kind of bad because like I feel like each of these games too stuff was kind of going my way a little bit and then it just at the end there it just falls apart you know I thought oh Deontay Johnson was injured this week that's not good for me but then Alexander Madison was RB one for Vikings I was like oh it's great that's really good for me and uh, just didn't matter you know didn't matter at all
2: yeah it just didn't come the team didn't come together really yeah, Tyler Lockett had his worst week. Uh, Tunyon had a terrible week. Chubb had a down week. The the Rams defense
0: had a had a t- had a bad week. So. so I actually have a question. The yeah. Rams defense had eight points, mm-hmm. and then I think one play happened and it dropped to three. And Ryan, you probably watched the game. Can you tell me exactly when that happened in the fourth quarter? Because I thought I was good and I, I thought I had a locked in eight.
2: Oh, they sc- I think the the box went from seventeen to twenty four points, which is that might even be two tiers of points. Really yeah because i think it goes like i think it goes like 14 to 17 as like one tier and then 18 to 21 and then 24 to 27.
0: Jeez, are you kidding? so okay that makes sense because i literally was watching the game and i was like i right, cool. yeah. probably locked in for like at least six and then it dropped from eight to three in one play and i was like what so yeah and
2: they didn't get a ton of like i think they had a couple sacks um yeah they're three sacks so you just got the three points and you got zero from the points allowed brutal brutal
0: Anyway, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, Did you say I, I like my team. The week, I like my team. Yeah, my defense definitely lost me this week.
2: Have to say, can't win you a week, can't lose you. Um, <laughs> up five spots to number six is Richard. Um, obviously, Richard. We were talking about Richard being in, at the bottom last week, and then saving himself from that, hum- that humiliation. Now he's got Christian McCaffrey. But like I just. There's no tasty treats on. <laughs> there's a couple of <laughs> really good, good pieces. You know, there's like, a couple entrees, but uh, you know, where are the sides? There's no sides on Richard's team right now. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how McCaffrey might impact Richard's team. I still think Richard's not a super strong quarterback. Uh, not really good wide receivers. It's gonna be tough. That's Maybe be tough. playing
1: Peyton Barber this week. It's rough.
2: Yeah, (laughs) he's gonna play Payne Barber this week. So, you know, that is tough for Richard, but you know, we'll see. Sometimes the entree can carry the meal and that's what we got to hope for.
0: (laughs) I love these analogies.
2: Um, Are you hungry? No, I already ate. Up two spots, number five is Peter. Um, Man, I I don't even think Peter's, Peter's got a lot of good pieces, but a lot of them have been disappointing, but it hasn't mattered. I mean, yeah. like has been pretty good. Stafford's obviously been good, but like Jonathan Taylor hasn't been very good. Calvin Ridley hasn't been very good, but he's still two and one. So it's a, I think a good position for Peter to be in. With, well, maybe some of these other guys come back to their
0: preseason value. Everyone's kind of meeting their average though, and sometimes that's all you need. If you can lock in the projections every week, that's gonna that's gonna get you a win more often than not.
2: Sure, but I think you would hope some of these players would exceed their projections.
0: You know, Ryan, you just can't if you're Peter
1: that. right now, mm-hmm. are you worried about your players underperforming or do you just think they'll turn around and you'll have a juggernaut on your hands?
2: I'm worried about some. Uh, I'm, you know, holding on some others. So like Jonathan Taylor, I'd probably be holding on. i like, all right, he's going to turn it around. At least be somewhat better than he has been. And he's going to get more carries. I would be worried about players like Kenny and Drake, like, who even with... Josh Jacobs being out, doing nothing. Um, I'm a little worried about Kevin Ridley because the Falcons are terrible.
1: Matt Ryan looks as washed as Ben right
0: now.
2: Yeah, uh, it's not a place you want to be.
0: They all meet at Little Caesars every Thursday. True story. <laughs> well,
2: <you> know, <laughs> that, that's a cool hangout.
0: That joke <laughs> did right. a little bit. Sorry about that. All right, keep it moving, Ryan. It just took me a
2: second to to think about it. (laughs) So down two spots at number four is Melissa. Obviously, when we asked Chris to come on the podcast, he mentioned that it might be a bit of a curse. Um, Really no evidence of that so far, but Melissa did lose this week, ending ending her um, spot at number two. And um, it was a very close matchup. You know, some small decisions here and there, like maybe playing. Miles Sanders instead of Jaden Kissick, maybe playing a different defense could have made the difference, but you know, I think Willis' team's still pretty good.
0: Yeah, I don't think Willis' team's really strong. I think this was just an off week. I think it was also just a really good week uh, for your mom's team, honestly. 25 points from Zeke. Sure. Can't beat that.
2: You can't beat that. All right, moving into the top three. Up one spot to number three is Eric. Um, So I think. Me and Chris know who the last two are, but let's talk about Eric really quickly. Eric back on the winning side of things, beating Nick this week. Um, DeAndre Swift's been very good. Bit of a steal for him. Kyler Murray's been very good. And Eric's got very good wide receivers. He could have had a better week, too, because, like, Marquise Brown dropped two easy touchdowns.
0: So, yeah, I really like Eric's team. Look at that.
1: That's good. Eric's team's better than mine. Wow.
0: Chris is really low on his team. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I think I'm third in the league, not second. That's not really a lot.
2: Yeah, but up one spot to number two is Chris. You know, I, you can't deny the results so far, Chris. You know, second in points. You, you were the top scorer last week. You were second in points this week. You're 3-0. Three three oh. oh. uh, what more do you want? <laughs> I can see why you're a little unhappy, obviously. Like, no no true number one running back. Justin Jefferson's your true number one receiver. Jamar Chase is going to come Come back to a mean at some point and when that happens that could you need the other pieces to really start to pick up and obviously you need kyle pitts to step up because i think you invested some capital in him and he's been a meh tight end
1: yeah i thought kyle pitts should be a red zone presence but you need to get to the red zone to have a red zone presence and mm, it's true even montgomery terrifies me with the way that the uh bears played last week yep um yep. It's just not sustainable.
0: I know <laughs> someone in our league who actually has two tight ends. Uh, I'll give you—I'll give you his contact info after the after the pod. But
2: then, what does Chris going to do? Just also
0: play two tight ends? <laughs> it's an unbeatable strategy. <laughs> Might be the way to <laughs> <you> go. <laughs>
2: maybe that would be a tough pill to swallow though, if Kyle Pitts not.
0: not like down. Chris has some bench depth to maybe trade. Nah, maybe right. not.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Austin, slide into the DMs and talk some uh,
0: Gaskin.
2: You know? Oh, yeah, that's a what a real tasty treat you're giving him. <laughs> it's not even Who's his
1: second running back?
2: Uh, Austin's running backs are not very good. Uh, he has Javante Williams, might be probably better than Gaskin, and Dalton Cook. And then his third running back is Ty Johnson. So that's where he has problems with Dalton Cook. Yeah. You know. All right. And the same spot I was in last week, number one is myself. Um, I think we, we kind of talked about it last week, not everyone is going off, but other people are picking up the slack in those spots. Like Tyree Kill has been bad a couple weeks in a row. TJ Hawkinson bad. Strong Shepherd left the game, but Josh Allen finally broke out. Yeah. Uh, Najee Harris um, is getting all of the catches in Pittsburgh all of a sudden, and um, Cooper Cup's the man. And Mac Jones stinks, so thank you Saints defense.
0: Yeah, you had a crazy good week. You know, I, I, as you said, not everyone did amazing, but enough people did really, really well.
2: My team just, you know, changes it up, you know. Some some, some weeks Tyree Kill does well. Some weeks uh, Josh Allen's going to do well. And then that's kind of the hallmark of a good team.
1: i just take that's issue it. with the Mac Jones sucks angle here. Did you see that pick six? That was not Mac Jones' fault. He threw that ball perfect. We'll not have the Max Lander stand on this
2: pod. All right. Well, 22 points on Saints defense. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny <laughs> Smith, for handing
0: the ball off. <laughs>
1: But, you know, it, it. Not at all bitter, don't worry. You don't sound bitter, oh, yeah. I
0: didn't think that.
2: No. No, wait, Chris, you have a very winnable game this weekend, don't worry.
0: Who's that oh, with? I guess that's a perfect segue. Let's move into uh match-ups of the week. Ryan, can you recap last week? You said I did very well before we started.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I was talking about the Bucks versus the Pats this week, Nick. Yeah, oh. Tom Brady returning, yeah.
0: But yeah, in terms of the fantasy
2: picks, last week I had the best week out of anyone going three and four. Wow, that's not great. Melissa went two and five. Yeah. So I'm um. It's hard to tell, but the guess is a fifty-seven percent pick pick rate, and I have a forty-seven percent pick rate. So we'll catch enough to do. And Nick, you went zero and seven. That's actually
0: pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, that is really impressive. <laughs> you picked every matchup wrong. So um, you have quite the hole to climb out of, and you're six and fifteen with a twenty-eight percent pick rate.
0: That's like honestly going zero and seven is just as good as going seven and zero in my opinion. Truthfully. It's not. I'd I also
2: say it's not, but
0: it's pretty impressive, though. You have to admit it,
2: it's it's pretty impressive.
0: I think if you like, run. I think if I asked you to like pick to go zero seven this week, I know I know you wouldn't. But I'm saying like, if I asked you like, you have to pick, you know, who's gonna lose. Well,
2: well sure, yeah.
0: You probably want to go. But that 7.
2: means you would. You were just wrong seven times. Because I'm assuming you pick who you think's gonna win each week.
0: Yeah, I know. Isn't that amazing? It's something. It's something. Anyway, all right. Well, that's depressing, but uh, yeah, I'm going to bring it back this week. No worries.
2: Okay, cool. So week four preview. Um, We'll start with the matchup of the week, and that is going to be my mom versus Peter. Two teams that are kind of, you know, two and one, right in the middle. Could go either way. This, This win, I think, puts both of them in a very good spot because I think they've gotten through a good part of their schedule with three wins. And now they're getting some people who might be able to make their team better going forward. Um, so the projections it's 103.5 for my
0: mom, 105.8 for Peter. Um, I'm going Peter. Uh, I think he's going to bounce back. Yeah. I'm, I'm also going to pick lost. Peter. No, I not, yeah. not that Peter didn't last week, but I just mean, I think his players are going to do better. This week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was also gonna go Peter here. Wow, that's tough. Alright,
2: sweep on the match with the week. I think it's tough, you know. my mom's missing AJ Brown. That's gonna be tough for her. But all right, me versus Almog. I'm currently projected for a 123, Almog for
0: 112. Um, you know, you gotta back
2: yourself. you gonna back pick pick me.
0: I'm predicting a hundred point game from Derek Henry, so I'm gonna pick Almog. But, I'm also going to Derrick Henry against the
1: Jets. High-scoring game with Jalen Hurts against KC. Uh, we'll see what happens.
2: That's fine.
1: De- Cowboys defense, though. I hope he switches that out. I am hoping.
2: I assume he will.
0: I'll talk to him. All right.
2: Chris versus Melissa. Another what could have been a matchup of the week contender. This, this is an important one. Melissa currently predicted for just 104. Chris for a 112. Um... I am going to pick Melissa.
0: Ooh, wow. That's tough for me, Ryan. Uh, I thought you were going to pick Chris. Um, hmm.
2: Well, Chris is going to pick Chris.
0: Right? <laughs> I'll
2: pick
1: right. myself. So, Nick, tiebreaker, <laughs> please pick Melissa because
0: you've got a incredible track record. <laughs> That's true. Maybe I should pick Chris to, so I know Melissa gets to win. <laughs> Well, a lot of pressure on these shoulders right now, you know, because whoever I pick is going to (laughs) lose. I don't know. You've gotten six right. You you went positive in the first week. remember that, Nick. So bad. Well, I think I always pick against you, Ryan, on your matchup, so that hurts, obviously. Uh, I'm going to pick Melissa, of course. Thank you. Sorry. Well, I guess you're welcome.
2: I don't know. Yeah, hard to tell. Um, Joe versus Eric, um, Joe currently project for 89, but we got to add, you know, the 14 for Saquon in there. So 103 to 113. I think Joe's team looks weak.
0: I, I think it's uh, strong seven on my screen. I think you got to refresh.
2: Oh, I mean, when we refresh, I don't know. Maybe Joe's making changes. Yeah. I pulled mine up at the beginning. So that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. 107 to 113, I will be picking Eric.
1: Eric's got the second best team in the league, back in Eric. Uh,
0: Once again, I feel like I just have, you know, uh, I'll pick Eric too. That way we can all be wrong.
2: Yeah, that's fun. And that happened a couple times last week.
0: (laughs) It did. It did.
2: Um, Sid versus Nicole. Um, Two teams that are in desperate need of a win. Nicole currently predict for 102. Sid projected for 109. I Packers predict points. this is the week. Uh, the Packers playing Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. Ooh. good,
0: yeah, they have good defense. Um,
2: But I think this is the week that Sid gets off the schneid. I'm picking Sydney.
0: I'm going Nicole. I'm gonna go Sydney as well.
2: Okay. Next Nick versus Richard.
0: Uh, Nick, how do you feel about this? Uh, I feel about as good as I've felt over the past two. So, fine. Uh, so, I mean, I didn't feel super good about this matchup, but now that Richard is pretty much taking an L this week, I think for McCaffrey, I feel a little better. Uh, I'm always going to pick myself here. I think if Richard had kept Saquon, I don't know if I would have felt as good, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, well,. Projected Nick is currently projected for 107, um, Richard projected for like 101, 102 once he adds Michael Carter into his lineup. Um, we'll see if Dalvin Cook or Deontay Johnson play, which could change your lineup a bit. Yeah. Um, Nick, I'm going to back you. I'm going to pick you.
0: Shocking. I'm also backing you, Nick. Yeah. Wow. That, that's not a good sign, Nick. Sorry. That's a kiss yeah, of death. I definitely lost. Well, Richard, good job this week.
2: Yep. And what could be the bottom of 14th, depending on some other things, Kevin versus Austin. Um, So the loser of this one, you know, might might see themselves in the bottom of the power rankings next week. Dalvin Uh, Cook, obviously the big question mark for Austin, if he plays or not. It's currently projected to play, so it's 105, 104, 105 for Austin, 106, 107 for Kevin. I will hesitantly pick
1: Austin. Oh, great! Because I was going to pick Kevin.
0: I was also going to pick Kevin. I think uh, Mahomes is going to have a good week this week. I feel like that'll make the difference. And I feel like Austin's team—they're kind of injured. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You just got to turn all those cues into plays, and there we go. Let's go, Austin.
0: Start making crazy. I worry about DeAndre Hopkins against
1: the Rams, but we'll see what Chris Godwin can do against the Pats. I mean, yeah. I
2: the Pats could have put up 50.
1: You never know. No, they can't. It's, ha- it's happened. Has it? Mm. Uh, now, Hopkins, though, could easily get shut down. So that's a tough one for Kevin, but I still think he pulls it off.
0: All right. Fair enough.
2: That's that's all the matchups.
0: All right. Uh, and I think there's nothing else to talk about, right? Does anyone have any closing thoughts? Chris, anything you want to uh, plug?
1: As always, Hurricane. I know Richard will back me when I ICO, but I'd love to get a second and third investor in that. The official uh, Nick, sponsor of uh,
0: a podcast. Oh, sorry, Ryan, go ahead. If we got a couple minutes, I want you to talk about your sleeper experience. You know, on the pod. Oh, yeah, totally fair. So I'm in a work league right now and they're using sleeper. And mm-hmm. I have to be totally honest, I find it very unintuitive so far. I know it has a lot of nice features. And clearly, they put a lot of care into like the design of the app. But truthfully, I find it very, very confusing. Like, I, I honestly have a hard time changing up my team every week in, with the inter- current interface. And yeah, I don't know. I just don't like it that much. I like like the, the, the things I really need to do right in the fantasy football app are like update my team, you know, make waiver claims, uh-huh. change the players out. And that's probably something I have the most difficulty with. It's very easy to talk in the app, which is kind of nice. But I feel like to me. We already have all that stuff covered, more or less. So like I really just need to be able to like. Do it though. I mean it could be better for
1: sure. We could have some threads in the uh, messenger chat. That would always be nice. Yes,
0: yes, yes, I understand. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I I not having a great experience with it so far. I've definitely gotten a bit more used to it, but even still, like I just don't like the way it's uh, the way it works. I have to be totally honest. I feel bad saying that and I'm surprised to even be saying that because I fully expected to really, really like it. I don't know. Huh? If you disagree, I'm being I'm, sorry for, uh, I'm sorry for upsetting anyone who really yeah. likes Sleeper.
2: There's something about the ESPN app;
0: it's better than people think. One so, thing I will say that I really like about the Sleeper app, though, is there aren't any ads in it. I really think it's very weird that mm-hmm. ESPN has ads in its app. I just can't say that enough. I find that so baffling and so bizarre. It's like I'm, I'm looking switch. at, I'm like the, looking at the ones that sit post. <laughs> I know, they just like are posting like junk news articles. It's very strange that they would have that in the app. Yeah,
2: but does Sleeper have IBM Watson projections?
0: I'll be honest, the biggest reason I would switch to Sleeper is because of the ads in the ESPN app, because I, I find them just very annoying and very strange. I don't know, well. Nick not being able to set his lineups is a big pro for me. I know, that could help you. <laughs> I, I, I get confused easily in the Sleeper app. Maybe we should all switch to that. You know, I have a free win every week. But, uh, nothing uh, would change. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't disagree there. All right. Well, there's no closing thoughts, and Ryan has had me. Ryan has had me. Uh, you know, publicly share my thoughts on sleeper. I think that'll be it for the pot. Anyone else? have Anything else to say? No, I'm good. All right. Excellent. Well, remember, everybody. Thanks for listening, and please like, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Ciao. Yeah.